Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to bring you Disney news, discussion, and opinions with a sassy grown-up bent. Today we're going to talk about basically just the Skyliner. (laughs) Uh, And also a lawsuit that just seems kind of suspect, and I guess silly shit just so that we're consistent, but I have a feeling this is going to be mostly the Skyliner today. So by now you've probably heard that the Skyliner died for like three hours the other day and people were stuck on it. Or at least according to Disney, the Skyliner died for like three hours. According to people who were actually there on scene, uh, a bunch of, it looked like empty Skyliners fucking crashed into each other in a depot at, I think, Riviera Station. So I think Val... I think now is the point where you say, I told you so. I fucking told you. I fucking told you. I told you all of you. No, this was already my worst case scenario of like, of getting you getting stuck in midair for a long time. Because I, as we've talked about many times, have garbage intestines and I can't, there's a, I've done DAS. I can't do long lines. I need I need bathroom access to feel safe in my life. I can take buses because if the bus breaks down, then you get you off, get the, off bus. the bus. Right. It, monorails, the loop is small enough. And I mean, obviously, we did just have a friggin' evacuation, so I don't feel super com- confident in them at this point either. But like they always felt safe enough and like they were working enough for me to feel confident in them. And the I was other- always like, look, if I got stuck in midair, I'd be fucked. And exactly that has already happened less than a weekend. The monorails are a little different for me too because those have been successfully running for so long. Right, exactly. So they have a And I a know good gondolas have record. elsewhere, right. but I'm like right. not but these gondolas, gondolas and I'm scared as fuck of heights anyway. Right. So like that's the other thing is that on the monorail it's more like parts of the commuter trail trail <laughs> Parts of the commuter train that we take in, there's one section through Canton that like suddenly is up high. And like the monorail just kind of feels like that. The Skyliner, like being suspended in midair, I just- Swinging. (sighs) No, not my jam. So I already wasn't going on it. I was in a self-selected group of not fucking doing that shit. Um, But what's been interesting to see is the reaction of people on Reddit and on Twitter. So someone, at least a couple different people posted about it, but someone posted like that they were stuck about 45 minutes in. And uh, obviously they kept kind of commenting on the thread. Folks were asking questions. People were like, keep us updated on how they compensate you. They got $100 and uh, like a park hopper, a one day park hopper. Um, and people were like, that's not enough conversation. What are you doing? Like this whole fucking, everybody was like, that's horrible. That's, they should give you so much more. And I'm like, have any of you fucking ever taken public transportation? Because no one handed someone $5 to get on that Skyliner even. It's just a thing you can do if you're staying at the fucking resorts. Like it's just, it's a trans, it's a mode of transportation. I pay, not anymore because I don't go in every day, but I was paying like, 340 bucks a month for the privilege of taking commuter rail trains into the city from where we live um, that broke down 
relatively routinely. We'd be delayed before getting on. We'd get on and get stuck between stations. Like, knock on wood, I don't I don't think I've ever hit a three hour, but I've definitely hit plus an I hour. Have. Yeah, I've definitely hit over an hour. Yeah, um, I hit the three hour mark once. Oh, God. And granted, there are um, bathrooms, theoretically, if it's too packed, you can't even really get to them. There's usually right. one on a whole train of eight cars or something. Um, and this, the same kind of stuff happens on our subways in the city. People get stuck underground all the fucking time. There are no bathrooms on those things. You're just screwed. And it's not you and four other people in one of those. It's you and fucking 30 to 50, however many fit in a car. It's miserable and hot and gross and awful. And like the interesting thing is people are going, well, it gets hot up there with no AC. And people who were on it were like, it wasn't hot. It was like reasonably tempered because it was nighttime and you're up high and like, it's, it's fine. We were okay. Like there were a couple people. There was a guy on Twitter whose wife got sick. I read an account of a, another woman getting sick, an older woman, um, motion sickness or anxiety, like that kind of stuff, which the good news is they do have emergency kits in the gondolas. It doesn't sound like they did a great job of making announcements for a long time. They just kind of told people like, we're having a disruption. We're gonna. We're not moving right now. Like they didn't do a good job of saying like, right. "Hey, break out your fucking emergency things." But they have an emesis bag in there. So like, if you are gonna get sick, or like, if you did have to pee or something, like you can make it work. Um, some guy said that he was like, "Oh, that would be my worst nightmare." I'm like, my worst nightmare is the other one. Like, I don't want to be needing to take a shit fucking sixty feet in the air in a skyliner with five other people in it. Um, it's just like, it's it's. A couple people had particularly bad experiences, but a lot of people just got stuck up there for a while and then it started moving after like three hours. Like they got it back moving once they figured out whatever the issue had been at Riviera that allowed the crash. Um, And most people just had a long delay, which granted there was one night where we fucking had... I want to say like an hour to get out of Magic Kingdom in the minivan that time that we remember they were right. doing night yeah, construction. Yeah, we were stuck in traffic for a really We were really like, long we'll take time. a minivan to just to, to avoid the bus lines. And then everything was slow because there was construction. And so did like, Disney compensate us? Right. Like we didn't even get a fast pack. And like, like stuck in a minivan, you're not much. I mean, yes, there's there's air, but you're not right. much better off than being stuck swinging right. in a gondola. Because but again, I could it's get It's not out. like we could get, we, we could, but. We're on a like divided I highway. I know, at that Sam, point, but it's so. still different in my brain. I know. So I, I understand. It's, but I understand. it's like it's that kind of shit. Like most of the people who were up there were okay. Like no major injuries. Like a couple people again had anxiety issues and nerves and whatever. And somebody got motion sick. And like I get it, and that sucks. But what is appropriate compensation? Like I again pay money to take transportation that routinely sticks me in places like that. I tweeted about that and then um, a friend retweeted it and was like, I've been stuck in tunnels in the MTA in New York just with no power in in tunnels between stations and the power on the whole thing goes out. Like we've all of us who have ever taken public transportation, I think, have that kind of experience. And I don't know if it's the entitlement that goes along with a lot of Disney vacationers or if it's that a lot of them are from areas that they've never had to take public transportation, but like... You get stuck sometimes and it sucks and it's it's Disney compensating at all is Disney being above and beyond what you would normally get for customer service. Normally it's, well, fuck you, suck it up. Like that happens sometimes. Transportation methods fail. Yep. I just, it's, it's, 
again, what do you fucking want? What do you want them to give these people? Because these were, again, these were people who weren't there who were saying they hadn't compensated those folks enough. Right. What right. did you people want them to get? People angry on behalf. Right. And Well, and the, there was a guy on Twitter too. Um, another friend made a joke about like, oh, yeah, stuck in the Skyliner for three hours? Like, from get a hundred bucks and a free ticket? Like, I'd do that. Because like some people, most, again, a lot of the people up there, it was an inconvenience, but... It wasn't a nightmare. Um, right. And for some people, that would kind of be a nerd out moment of like, oh, look at all the shit I can see. And like, ooh, I'm part of a Disney incident. You know, like there are people, right. Who, right. There are people who would find that fascinating, I'm sure. Um, but someone responded like, well, yeah, but what if what if someone had anxiety induced IBS? And I was like, hi, that's me. I have IBS and anxiety can make me flare. I self-selected out of the group of people who will ever take Skyliners because I knew that it was something that could happen. Again, every time I take the subway, it is a calculation of, is my body going to be okay with me being on a subway right now, potentially not having bathroom access for an hour if it breaks down? Well, and and let's talk about that too, because that self-selection aspect, that's like people getting stuck on a coaster as it's, you know, up at the top of the ramp or something. Right. It's like, if that's going to be a problem for you, then, you can't well, really, it. really think about whether or not you're comfortable going on it. Sometimes because we that's, have to... Right. The, these, things, these things do break. Another thing that, that I wanted to say, too, is this was not broken for three hours because they couldn't get it moving again. I guarantee that. Oh, it was yeah. probably only broken for like 20 minutes. And then because it's so new, they probably went through an extensive safety inspection to make sure that it hadn't damaged like the oh, yeah. dismount system or anything like right. that. They wanted to make you sure know. the next one to come into right. the station didn't crash like the one that did. Like you, it's just, they probably, it probably took so long because of safety measures like that. Right. You're absolutely right. And the, a thing that I'm going to get into more later in relation to another topic is sometimes we have to operate within the limits of what our bodies are good at. And honestly, I'm surprised that someone who gets motion sick, like the woman who her husband was tweeting for like two, three hours said, like, I don't know if I would take one if I knew that I was prone to getting motion sick. That's, that's like, a tough one. It, it is. Because, because it, you, like, you, you, it, not all motion sicknesses are, that's true. Are triggered by the same thing. I get and it like, from Overwatch, I, but nothing I would else. go on, on gondolas, but I get, worried about getting motion sick because I got car sick as a kid a bunch. Yeah. But I haven't gotten motion sick in years. Sick. Yeah. I never got car sick. I never got boat sick, seasick. I, I get a little bit motion weird from Overwatch and that makes me sad. And Portal, when I tried to replay Portal, I was like, yeah. what? Um, and by you replay, and, I mean started. Actually, start one again. of my bosses in, in college had the same problem where certain like 3D games would, would make him motion sick. But the funny thing for him is that outdoor environments in the game didn't bug him very much. It was then just, like when yeah. you went into Walls the caves or something, yeah, it was yeah. just like, mm-hmm. whereas like star tours, I'm fine. Flight of passage. Right. I'm fine. All those things. So I've always been nervous about star tours, but I've never, every, even sen- every felt weird. reader, every single time we go on star tours, <laughs> yep. every time he's like, well, wait, did, when did I eat? And did I do it? And then like, and then I and do the thing. The yeah, a I hold bit. my seatbelt so that it's not constricting <laughs> so it's not like me. shoving him. Yeah. Um, anyway, the whole, it's just a, it is just, that is, is less of an easy to self-select thing than my like IBS situation. But it is one of those things where like 
shit happens and sometimes we have to function within how our bodies will let us, which again, well, and, we'll get into And everything later. like that is a calculated risk. Exactly. Like, you, you have to acknowledge that none of these systems are perfect, not because Disney isn't doing a good job of trying to make them perfect. Disney may do a really good job of giving you... Uh, the impression that there is magic happening, but it's not magic. No. It's engineering. It's logistics. Engineering is engineering, hard. It's... it's really, really hard. <laughs> engineering so, is stupid. So there's there's this whole thing where, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head on the entitlement piece, and that I think when people are on a Disney vacation, especially, and it's, it's important to remember, too, that for some people this is like a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, trip or yeah. a couple times trip. And anything going majorly wrong can feel kind of crushing because you've really been looking forward to it. And, like, I kind of remember even just, you know, like, I had so much magic in my first trip that the first time I had to wait for a bus, I was yeah, like... Yeah, you were like, Whoa. Oh. We had this weird <laughs> thing where, like, we never had to wait for anything. It was and then like suddenly we, we had walked to wait. out and We'd the right bus pulled out. We'd always walk at the buses. Yeah. It was wild. And, and then, then it was. It was and then, it, like, we had to wait 25 minutes for right. a bus. And I was like, oh. But that's what happens is it compounds your... You're so right. used to the magic happening. And you are so used to, oh, a ride broke down, so I got a fast pass. You're used to anything going wrong, meaning you're getting some kind of compensation. And so people get just fucking high on it and they're like, everything is like, again, what would you do? Would you, do you want, do you want, do you think these people's stays should be comped because they lost three hours in the evening? Like, it's just, it's tough to find a line. It sucks. And it sucks that it happened. Uh, We're going in like next, we're going, what, less than two months, month and a half. In a little Um, over a month, yeah. And um. I don't. I would be very surprised if they reopened them. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think it'll be by, then. by the time we get there. But now it is that situation where, like, for you, you would probably only want to go if you could be the only one in there. Because again, yep. if he got stuck up there and someone got motion sick, like we're both emetophobic, and it would just be a horrible panic situation. Right. You know. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. It's. I would consider going on it maybe in a year. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's the thing is that like right now it's just especially bad looking because it's like, oh, well, you've had a catastrophic uh, like stall of your system like uh, on 50% of the Sundays that it's been running. Or, right, you know, whatever. Right. Well, I don't even I do, remember yeah. what day it was. I do but, think like, that like, I think it's interesting too because again, I don't think anyone was in the ones that crashed. Yeah. And so it is this whole big news story of there was a crash, but it's like. I think the reason we've heard some media outlets getting told not to describe it as a crash um, because there was a crash, but it wasn't like what everyone was talking about. And I think it's probably it's it's a stupid move because there are pictures of it everywhere. Like the Internet's here and you can't fucking lie. Um, But that's also typical Disney. But I well, but I think what they're probably hoping is they don't want people to think that a couple crashed with people in them. Right. So they're trying to focus on the downtime because no one was in the ones that crashed and nobody got hurt. Um, so I do like I think that's the thing. If you had a night where you waited for two hours to get a bus after not so scary because it was sold out and they were doing construction like the night that we got stuck in that minivan for like yep. an hour. If that happened, this wouldn't be a big thing. Right. It is because it's a new transportation system. It's because a couple people had a real bad time and it's because there was a crash involved. So I still don't think I never wanted to go on them for my own reasons. I don't think that they're inherently that much unsafe, more unsafe in any, like I don't, this doesn't make me think they're more unsafe. 
I think there was obviously a failure that none of us thought would be possible. I was flabbergasted that the things could even crash into each other. I, for some reason, thought that they had a system where there were almost bumpers on the top so that even if the tops hit the So, yeah, physical... let's let's talk about that. So, I think I think that like the actual attachment points to the to the cable um regardless of whether or not those are spaced enough i think that because when they when they come in they need to be moving slowly enough that they can like slow down and get people out right or stop or whatever they, they do fast. right um which means that they they like whip down there and then need to be really really close to the other ones while they're all like loading and unloading god that video um, was awful and when it does that they need to be against each other when everything is flat if the one whipping down somehow like went a little bit too far then it could swing into those and you bump one of those yeah, and, and they, they all, all kind yeah. of you know whack each other so yeah. um even if the tops were spaced enough that without true. any swinging true. you could they could still swing, swing and hit it. each yeah. other yeah. so and i think that that's also if there weren't people in them maybe they swing differently or something and maybe they yeah. you know have them safety tested for you know having some load in them and they get weird with nobody in them or something but yeah but it is weird because it was a running line and it didn't again it didn't seem like anybody was in those but lucky that one that crashed came in empty right because Right. Like, it, yeah. or seems to have cut, like there was glass on the ground in a video that, yep. that I found of it. It's not, again, it's not confirmed empty, but we haven't heard that it wasn't empty. So I'm sure that it was. I'm sure um, we would have but as it's, well. But it's, I, that would have been really bad if there was someone in one that crashed. Yep. Um, so we're, I'm, what I'm interested and in. And that's from, the person that should get more compensation. But if right. you were just, you know, inconvenienced like you or, you know, frankly, even, uh, I I understand the anxiety of being stuck in a confined space for a while. I still think that what they did is is reasonable compensation, especially because by all reports, this is also not like you know that's what they gave you and it's nothing else. It's you had to go talk to a cast member to even get it, and yeah, true. like everything else with that, it's a case by case basis. So yeah. it's not like they made an announcement well, that that's what everybody said got. They got different things, right. like yeah. so. That's the kind of thing where like for for you and I, uh, one day park hopper might not really matter to us because we're pass holders so like that's a meaningless gesture but like a multiple experiences pass or something would actually like be, like, oh, be that's very good. like that oh we lost a bunch of time today only but with we can tier get time one attractions tomorrow. on it no. right it, well, um, sure but yeah, it is whatever. but it is like that kind of thing where um it it is interesting to me that folks did say no you had to go seek out someone like it wasn't like they were just giving everybody these things as they got off um, and I think that, but that speaks to it. Like it wasn't as big of a deal as it's, it's being made out like one crashed in midair and a bunch of people died. Like right. it, it, it's not, that's not what happened. It right. was a failure. It is a bad look, especially with the monorail shit that just had happened. Like what a week or two ago, um, of the people having to get evacuated from that. It's not a great look. It sucks, but it's not as catastrophic as some folks are making it out to be, which is why we're spending half of the pot, more than half the podcast, I'm sure talking about it. It's an interesting topic, but I don't think that it is like the world ending. Oh no, everything is done. The Skyliners failed and ruined kind of thing. Like it's just not, yep. it's not that, um, feel like there was something else that I was going to say about it. Maybe some physics shit that I don't, I don't understand the physics of it, but I really, I, 
I get how, yeah, if you swung it, even if the tops couldn't hit each other, it would right. still, like, well, yeah, duh, Val. Your point earlier about how, like, this is new, but gondolas are not new. Like, yeah. I don't think they reinvented the gondola to do this. No, and it like, was a, it was a an established thing. company who had yep. installed thousands right. and thousands of them. Right. So and it's one of those things of, like, did something from them fail? They're probably going to be heavily involved in diagnosing it. Yep. Was it operator error? If it was, how was there not a fail-safe for that operator error? like and it's also the kind of thing where like as a as a general rule these things have been running like continuously at big bougie ski resorts and like you well, know some Franconia folks have even said they get like, stuck some t- right. stock and it they happens. get stuck sometimes right People it have happens. Said that. i mean like, no i've been stuck on a chairlift for you know close to an hour before okay so, see you know yeah like that's a thing Fuck, like it's man. a different it's a different thing that's obviously different skiing. technology but um, but, but yeah, it was just swing on a chairlift for a yeah. while. And I sure had to pee, but... Yeah, and like, that sucks. But again, it it's a thing that happens. And two, I think the other thing with like, I'm here I am saying like, how was there not a failsafe? Like, we've had accidents on our train lines that there weren't failsafes for either. Well, so oh, like, that was another thing I wanted really to say. You can't really proof everything. Um, Disney also doesn't have a perfect track record when it comes to like continuously running things like that. Because look at the people mover. Like, oh my God, we the pe- love there the people, people mover, mover but crash, there, yeah. there have been well, numerous smaller people mover bumps, but there are, there was a bigger one. There guess, is a history so. in there too of the people, the original, was it the original people mover in California? I'm not looking at my phone. I don't want to, but like there was an accident where, oh, I, yeah. if I recall, because I've definitely read the article about everyone who's ever died on Disney property, the Wikipedia article and shit. Um, and listen to that one episode of my favorite murder, where instead of doing a murder, Georgia did everyone who's died at Disney. Um, but there, there was that kind of an accident on that line. And, but again, it was like somebody died or whatever, get from, they were getting on or off or they leaned out or whatever it was. But, um, but it's, it's shit happens. Well, and yeah, what and with that one to too, that that accident, I'm sure you know the details more than than I do. But it's important to remember that someone can die just from falling over. Like, well, right, like bicycle like can, fatalities are mostly from your head being yeah, you several can feet bang above your the fucking ground. Head. You know, like an uncontrolled fall is one of the most dangerous things that a human can have yeah, happen to them. Humans are fragile. We, we suck at very not easy to die. Our noggins. <laughs> I'm scared of yeah. Bodies are weird and awful. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. It happened. I think it sucks. I don't think that it's like a death knell for the Skyliner. I think they'll figure out what happened. I hope, please, Disney, I really hope that they don't just pretend the crash part didn't happen. I hope they figure out what caused the crash and then they release what caused the crash. Because if they don't, then people aren't going to feel confident because they're going to say, oh, they released the down. They said why there was downtime. If they don't address the crash that's all over the Internet. I, then I don't think people will trust it. But I think as long as they're transparent about it as much as they can be, like, this is a setback, it's shitty, and it sucks, and I can't believe that none of them crashed during the months of testing that they did. But um, I think hopefully we can get past it, and hopefully people will stop being assholes about it. Yeah, I I will still probably take it in a year when we go. I will try If it's it. back up, you I'll know, bet you he'll take it when we go in November. Maybe. <laughs> Just go up and be like... Just wait until like a weird time when there's no one else there and get on one by yourself. And then you only have to worry about yourself. Make sure I have my meds and some water. And and make sure you have a helmet so your wife doesn't cry 
about your head hitting something when you crash. (laughs) (laughs) When? (laughs) It's an inevitability at this point. Um, Yeah. There was... I just remembered another thing someone had said, too. I was trying to close that segment out, but I remembered there was also somebody who said, like, I switched from Port Orleans to Pop because of the Skyline... Well, and to save money. And now, like, oh, (laughs) should I be compensating... Like, oh, they should be compensating people who fucking are at the hotels that are supposed to have the Skyline... Like... Really? So every time I couldn't take the monorail because too many people were taking it to the poly to walk over to the TTC instead of waiting for the TTC one when we were there for fucking honeymoon in 2017, I should have gotten compensated because I couldn't take the monorail. I mean, I was cranky about it, to be honest. But So (laughs) another thing that's interesting here to, to help close this out, it is fascinating how the firsthand accounts of people there with a few exceptions were generally like, yeah, that kind of sucked. And... As usual, people on the internet turn into assholes internet about Disney hate stuff. Machines. Yeah, no, people it's just wild. look for. They want to see things fail. There are people who want to see things fail. Walt Disney World News today, <laughs> who also sabotaged an emergency kit. I mean, took apart an emergency kit. I'm sure they put it all back just fine. Maybe that's the one that crashed. Oh my god. <laughs> I fucked it up. Yeah, there there are just there are people who just do wanna they wanna see and it's funny again it's funny to say that on a an ostensibly snarky podcast but uh, that like oh people just want to be negative about things but it is a it is this like wanting to see it fail and granted there are people too who will say like oh Disney never does anything wrong and like, the truth is as with everything the middle ground is where we are well I wouldn't say we're middle ground with everything but. It's, it's makes the most sense to be like, you know, they're not perfect, but this also was not the fucking apocalypse. Get over right. it. Right. It's, I mean, it's, we live in Boston. Public transit's not perfect. We still live here, not in Boston. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. We're old, jaded MBTA people, so you just can't, you can't get us to complain too <laughs> right, much that's about true. other transportation. That's true. Now we're going to get ranty again about this uh, lawsuit that was filed five years ago and finally is getting to go forward um, by an adult named uh, only A.L. by his initials in the lawsuit um, with autism, who posits that the disability access service card is not good enough for him and other autistic people Um, because when he goes to the parks, he cannot go up to an attraction, get a return time and go do something else and then come back because he always enters the park and takes the exact same route, goes to the exact same things in the exact same order, never goes backwards. Now, his lawsuit is trying to sue to get Disney to change that position to go back to how it used to be, where if you were disabled, you went to the front of the line, period. If you were either obviously disabled in a wheelchair, or whatever, or you had the older version of the card, effectively. Granted, he doesn't actually say that he wants this for people in wheelchairs. From what I read, anyway, in the Orlando Sentinel, he wants it to be so that autistic folks specifically 
get to go to the front of the line. I feel like if I talked to this guy, I would understand where he was coming from, assuming that he is operating in good faith. Because there is a society as a whole still has really interesting misconceptions about autism. We grew up knowing that autism was something that was severely disabling. You couldn't have a normal life, quote unquote, normal life. I'm making air quotes here. Um, All of these really problematic notions about like basically what now is understood to be a part of the spectrum that is autism. Now we are in an era where there are people using the actually autistic hashtag on Twitter and proudly identifying that, hey, I'm autistic. Lots of people are like, hey, I'm not neurotypical. Um, it's It's an understood, it's a more understood, a more broadly understood thing. But reporting like this still doesn't make any distinctions. It just says autistic as though that's like enough information. Um, And again, society too doesn't understand the perceptions of like, okay, where's, what does this mean? Um, My point here is that like, also the article in particular, in question says that one in 59 people, like one in 59 children are diagnosed as autistic. That's a lot of people to say all of them get to go to the front of the line. Um, And also what about the rest of us? Like, sorry, I say, <laughs> I say right. that. I should clarify, I mean, what about the rest of disabled folks? Like, right. I don't mean, not, what about me? What, no. what about like, able-bodied me, people? <laughs> what I mean is I get the disability access service card because I have IBS. I cannot wait in long lines. I don't use it much because we mostly manage with FastPass really well. We go to like Disney after hours where there are fewer lines. Um, we, you know, we, there's a threshold where I feel okay waiting, but if I've had a flare during a trip, it's really a comfort to be like, okay, the next day, at least I know if I have to, I can get a return time instead of having to try to either wait in lines or just do nothing because I I'm scared to wait and get stuck without restroom access. So I have that card. Am I now in the group that never has to wait for anything? Is a child with ADHD in the group that never has to wait for anything? Or is it only, because from what I saw, his argument is autistic people. It is not any other disability. It's just mine. And I don't know if he's, if they're reporting poorly or if he's trying to use this as like the clearest use case for reinstating the old policy or what it is, but the way it sounds like right now is just someone who's like, no, fuck you, the world has to go my way. And I'm like, what happens if you go to McDonald's? What happens if you go to your local McDonald's that you also have a routine at and you always do the same thing the same way? Do you sue them if they had a line on a given day because they had a new promotion? I have rituals and routines myself because I have OCD. I have worn the same outfit every single time we've gone to the parks, the, the plane down since 2013. I understand brains being awful to you. Right. And let's, let's, so let's break this down a little bit. Like I am, I am sympathetic to the, the plight of this person um, I, I want to make that clear. Like I right. understand why Assuming he is these changes were right. Then um, yes. Which I, I have no reason to believe he's not being. So 
Um, it is it is disruptive to this person's routine, um, and that makes it very difficult for them to enjoy the the vacation that they would normally have because it means that they can't do the the routine that especially that they've already established as being able to do right um and the the challenge there is that um firstly disney can't maintain anyone else's routine at the parks because the parks change constantly so that's always like what going if to be a ride a was closed right exactly so um, there are a lot of things that they have literally no control over or things that they have a responsibility not to try and keep the same because they are trying to improve the parks. They're trying to change things. I mean, look at the queue for Toy Story. Uh, right, was the completely Toy Story Mania queue right. completely different. Completely yeah. different yeah. now because it needed to be because they had to change things. So that's that's one aspect. I'm, I'm, I understand why this can be so difficult not necessarily firsthand, but I can understand how it would be very difficult. The other challenge here is what Val is getting at with sort of where do you draw the line and sort of who's in the anointed group that gets to have things more catered for them gets really, really tricky for two reasons. One is legal reasons. Right. Um, like there's this whole challenge of like Disney actually does a really good job in that they didn't ask you what was wrong with exactly. you. They did not they ask. Just I just said, I have card. a condition where I can't wait in lines. Right. And they were like, here. And that's really important going. because in a lot of cases, like you can't, you can't be like, prove you're disabled. Yeah. The like, a- it's like the you know, ADA exactly, and the service exactly. dog. Like, all of that is so like. So that gets, that gets tricky anyway. Um, and so then you get into this tricky territory that I'm going to dub. And this is. Not in any way to suggest that this person is trying to leverage a disability to gain access to things more easily. Um, But we run into so-called service dog territory where Mm -hmm. there's because there is a a spectrum of disability um, and therefore a spectrum of ableness, um, you you run into this challenge of like, okay. Can we reasonably categorize people into different levels of ableness and give them different Accommodate, accommodations? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that and is if the, the whole... answer, if the answer is yes, then great, do it. If you haven't figured out how to do that yet, then all Disney can do at this point in order to disincentivize people from trying to abuse this system, the classic story of people hiring wheelchair users to get them to the front of lines and like, you know, all those kinds of stories of abuse uh, of, of the system, which, of course, uh, I'm sure a lot of those are made up because people are uh, terribly afraid of other people getting things they shouldn't No, get. I mean, they, the reason but it changed it, is because it, it was happened, a documented right. problem and there were people running businesses of, like, hire me to go with your family who I've right. never met before just so they can get to the front of lines. And, you know, I think that they're Which, like, I'm also like, eh, but... Right. I think I think their their compromise is good in that uh, if you can wait in a line, then you know you can you can wait in a line. They'll still accommodate you to make sure that you can wait in the line. Uh, if you can't wait in a line, then well, you don't get to go right on. You have to wait, but you just don't have to do it in the line. And I think that that's that's reasonable. Well, because, and too, you know, for his situation. So you go, you get the return time. It's usually around the length of time of the standby, sometimes a little shorter. And there's a little bit of a window like there is with FastPass. So fine, don't backtrack. Just stay there. 
Just stay within that general area, whatever it is. I, it sucks because I understand brains doing that thing, but the other thing about it is there are, we can't all do everything. Right. All I am, I am constantly, I cannot overstate my entire life is built around whether I think my body is going to let me do things. Never mind what my brain decides to do on any given day, but we have sometimes to live within the limits of our bodies and our brains. There is this whole gross disability porn movement of like, I can do anything. This is, If he can do this, then you can do anything. And blah, blah. Like there's that whole inspiration porn where it's like, this amputee climbed a mountain, so fuck you. What are you doing with your life? And it's like- And your two legs. That's not everything. Like that is not- That's not how the world is. I can't, there are days when I'm not going to get out of this house because of the way my body is being. They're not often, it's not often, but there are plenty of times I don't eat when I'm out. There, when I, every single Saturday morning, I do not eat before I leave my house to go to my animal shelter volunteer shift because I'm worried about what's, I never eat before I get on a train. Like I don't tend to before I get on the plane, even though there's a restroom on that. Like I just... I am constantly working to mitigate my condition. And sometimes it means I can't do things. There are events that I will never, ever go to that I really would like to. We've talked about going to Scotland like Sam's family did when his brother was in college. I would love to fucking go backpack around Europe. I can't do that because I don't know what my body's going to do at any given time. And I'm not going to necessarily die, but it's not going to be a good fucking time. And so... Sometimes we have to operate within what our brains and bodies will let us do. I don't think you can say, well, because my, my brain wants this, you have to accommodate me. And I think, you know, that's a good point too. You'll see the way that we do Disney these days. It's very rare that we will actually ever plan to go to more than three attractions that actually may possibly have a weight. We because don't do things with we weights. will do fast passes. That's my point. Right. Is that we will we will use the system that exists. If we can't get fast passes for something for a day, then uh, and again, we we have the privilege of it not totally messing us up to, you know, have those constraints, but we plan our expectations of what we're going to be able to accomplish in a park based almost entirely around what we have fast passes for. And if we don't have fast passes for it, then it's probably not going to happen and anything that does happen outside of those fast passes feels like a, a you know, a lovely surprise. Yeah, so, if we went on a trip that I did not have like flight of passage fast passes for, I probably wouldn't go on it. I mean, again, I can get DAS, but I could not do I cannot do standby for for things like that. I mean, and the and the other thing is too Again, I say it works well for me, but it's not like I get on front of the line. I right. get into the fast pass line. I don't get really what, yeah, would technically be the best would be don't even give my mind any time to dwell on waiting in a line. Get me straight to the front. Right. But that's not what I get, even though that would work the best for my situation. And right. I think, and I mean, we do all kinds of things. We don't, we don't get into the well, parks usually before noon anymore because I like to see 
Let me see if I can let my body figure itself out a little in the morning and and maybe it'll behave the rest of the way. I'm always trying to work around that. Well, and, and that's the thing is that getting to go into the fast pass line, yes, it's not perfect for you, but it is a reasonable accommodation. It's reasonable. It's a reasonable accommodation that they can sustain exactly. and support without totally messing up the, the flow or frankly... The other thing is the riders per hour on those rides because mm-hmm. we could make a ton more accommodations if we wanted to have half the throughput. And mm-hmm. Disney knows they can't do that because if they have half the throughput, they have half the attendance at the parks and their shareholders won't allow that. Yeah. It's just it's it's just really tough because I understand that they're the, basically there's this really great graphic that's been gone that's gone around a lot of three people standing behind a fence of different heights and how equality is giving them all the same size box so that one of them still can't see over the fence and one of them is wicked tall and one of them is like perfect. Mm -hmm. Equity is when you give them different size boxes. The tall one doesn't need one. The really short one needs a higher one. It's like three kids behind a fence. The whole thing with that, I understand that DAS isn't the perfect solution for everyone, but they're also under absolutely no legal obligation to even have a program like that. They right. don't do that because they legally have to. They are accommodating because they believe in good customer service and experiences and they know that's how they get people to come back and make more money. So Right. All they legally need to do is have wheelchair ramps and not discriminate. Wheelchair ramps, not discriminate. 36 inches to turn like right sorry i used to work in a company where we had to factor these things i i did a i did a project in in uh like a freshman year mechanical or in a some some sort of intro to engineering class where we basically had to design like uh ada compliant access and there's the thing is there's yeah there are tons of rules but and then there's disney already going above and beyond ada compliance they already go well above and beyond and when this kind of stuff happens a lot of people get annoyed about disabled people just like happens every single time people of talk course. about ECB. especially on the internet everyone gets mad about disabled folks wanting stuff um and my initial i knee jerked a little bit to that i was what the fuck and then i was like okay reading because the person who posted right. this on reddit didn't post an article they just posted like a little soundbite or a little quote and then i found the article and i was like okay i understand what's happening here but the problem is this ends up with the torches. The headlines are all that Disney hates disabled people. Like it gets, it's easy to make this into this like big firestorm. And it's just, I want us to be a more accessible world in general, but I don't know what you do. Again, how you draw those lines of which kind of disability is allowed to get this. Especially because if you, if you move past just physical disability and go into the full range of disabilities, like things that would help some people would cause problems for other people. That's right, the other issue right. is that there are, there are like conflicting needs as well. Yeah. And that's really, really difficult to, to deal with in a meaningful way yeah, that actually improves the experience across yeah, the board. And they do the best that they can too. Like, did I, I don't remember if we talked about the person who I helped on Reddit with the, um, Oh yeah, yeah. With the um, BPD, but I think there's you did. a whole I think you guide did. about like how each thing can. They have a whole section about autism specifically. They have all sections about where you can go to have quiet time if you have that or other issues. Like all kinds of stuff. They have a whole giant manual of like 
how to deal with it if you have special considerations that you need when you go to the parks. And so that's what, when these kinds of things come up or like there was, there was a lawsuit around, um, there not being lifts in the bathroom for like an adult with cerebral palsy. I think the mother was like suing about, and it was like, I get it. And I understand that that's hard, but like, it's, what what is what is reasonable effectively in the end and again with this one what i really didn't like was the language that was well autistic folks and i'm like right, right. what about ever what about all the other disabled folks like what about the rest of us so i just i i i'm sure what this is going to end up doing is settle anyway because there's not really a legal claim there that they're not making reasonable accommodations um they're far more reasonable than any workplace or restaurant or anywhere at mall that you would ever go to um and i'm sure it, it will it will just settle too because disney doesn't want to spend the time or money lawyering this to the bitter yeah. end only but to also look worse. too he's not so he is mentioned as the plaintiff in the lawsuit right it's not his parents on behalf of him it's not right. a guardian on behalf of him it is this human being and i think again I don't know that the Orlando Sentinel reported it the way that they should have, but there has to be sometimes an understanding that if our brains are assholes and terrible and whatever to us, like we have to find ways to work within those bounds. And I just hope that this isn't a situation where again, it's like, well, Disney's shitting on disabled folks because I think having gone myself with my physical stuff, um, and mental stuff, uh, and, going two different trips with people who ended up in mobility aid situations. Like I found them to be really accommodating and I get that that doesn't mean everyone's experience is the same, but um, I just, you hate to see a company that's doing a better job than any other company get hit with, well, fuck you. It's not fitting my specific need. Right. That's a train. That's a train. And I will always follow. (laughs) You can put this in or not, but my disclaimer is always that if I said anything terribly ableist while I was ranting, I try really hard not to, but everyone is human. And I'm and we, interested. We do suffer from, even even with the issues that you have. Yeah, it's we still, acknowledge that we both suffer from a certain amount of privilege l- yeah. lacking. And there's or, also confirmation you know, bias of like what right. I experience with my right exactly exactly. So, so so I'm interested to hear people weigh in on this too because I I I, I do think it's hard. I just don't know where you draw the line. If, and that's another so. important point. We absolutely want to hear from you if you're like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. That was that was awful. Like we're <laughs> not. Shit, fuck! I thought you guys right. were the good ones. We are not. We are not here to to you know just spew our beliefs into the void and not listen to feedback. Like I'm really curious what people think, especially if there are any people listening who have first uh, hand yeah. experience with this sort of thing. I'm really curious what your experience has been like and if you feel like the accommodations are are uh, reasonable or lacking. Yeah. And I, I mean, my, uh, my opinion on it evolved from my first comment on the Reddit thread to finding the article and reading it. Like I already went through some of that stage of like, okay, this is not as cut and dry as I thought it was, but it still seems like one of those things that I'm just really on the fence about. Like, is this a fair lawsuit? And so feel free to, you know, 
Give us that feedback. We'll tell you how to give us feedback at the end of the episode. Ooh. Hmm. It's time for the Silly Shit in Disney Films Corner. No one has told me not to do that, so you're all fucking stuck with it. Okay, so we were watching Monsters, Inc. again the other day, like you do. I feel like we've done this one before, but I don't think we have. It's not on the list. Uh, They are walking down the street at the beginning of the film. Mike and Sully are walking to work. I'm making walking gestures with my hands right now. They're walking to work and like Sully says something like Josh is joshing with Mike and he goes, you've been jealous of my good luck since the third grade or fourth grade, whatever it says. And you're like, there was a whole movie about how they met in college. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, it's, this is really silly, but like. I notice it every time I watch now because I love Monsters, Inc. a lot. And then I also really like Monsters University. And so I'm just like, wait a minute. And you don't get to have a theory. Because I have it- a theory. <sighs> God damn it. So, well, first off, it's this is obviously like the, you know, we we uh, offhand remarked ourselves into a corner on the prequel that we decided to do. Uh, kind of situation where, right. you know, they kind of had to retcon it. But I have a theory. Okay. Um, for the sake of having a theory. Uh-huh. So what if, we don't know much about monster culture. Like we only dug into what they even eat and like where they are and all kinds of stuff. What if that is just like a, a colloquialism of like, you know, we've did known you read each other the show notes? so long. No, I did not. That's what they said. What? <laughs> They addressed it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No way. And they Does were that like, mean, wait, so you so correct. wait, let me finish before you tell me what it is. So like like it's just a saying that they have of like, you know, oh, I've known you since you were born. You know, obviously yes. you haven't known yes. them since you were yes, born. Yes, That's literally that, that, what they, Yeah. So So this means that all of my other theories have to be true. <laughs> Disney confirmed, Disney canon. <laughs> so I went to look it up and there was that, like, there was some interview at some point where they said, well, you know, and like, we knew that line was there, but like, Monsters Elementary wasn't really going to work. Like, it wasn't, we were obviously going to go the college direction with it. And like, and they said, basically, like, oh, we joke that it's just a monster expression. That's just a thing you say. Like, I've known you since fourth grade. That's hilarious. And someone else remarked that, like, they could have just said that, like, fourth grade is the first year of college. Yeah, I, that like, was my second theory. So my second well, theory... Well, are you sure? Second, Actually, that one I didn't even put yeah, in the show no, notes. No, my, so my second theory was that, was that they uh, they start at grade, like, you know, negative five. Um, and, and then you progress up. And then when you start university, that's grade four. Yeah, that was the other silly theory thing. So... Whoa. You, you nailed you nailed the weird Got him. <laughs> Sam's <laughs> theories are coming true. So Yep. Yep. Confirmed. That's that's amazing. God. That makes me so happy in my heart 
because a part of me just thinks that I'm just spewing garbage just to be able to say I have a theory, but apparently I'm making sense. He's making sense. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Sam is some kind of a weird Disney reverse prophet. <laughs> reverse prophet. Like you're Telepath. not predicting what's going to happen. You <laughs> know what already did. I'm like Wait, that. What? That I'm like that uh <laughs> Gem from Stephen who it can sure is Monday who can oh the tell one who, <laughs> <laughs> the one who can tell what's a, the the sapphire what but has, she can tell yeah, what right. just what happened. has just happened the, right she's like a sapphire I forget what stone it is yeah yes yeah well you you good job bud you did great <laughs> I managed to find out what you had already written down I'm never gonna believe that you didn't fucking look at I, the show notes I swear I did not. <laughs> He's making very honest gestures, and also it's our anniversary, so he's not allowed to lie. That's normally he lies true. all the time. Also true. <laughs> all right, folks, that's been our show. Thank you for listening. If you do have feedback around the Skyliner, the lawsuit, or the silly shit, uh, feel free to get in touch with us. You can go to boardandsassy.com and click contact. Fill in that form and it'll shoot me over an email. Um, you can also go to Twitter. We are at boardandsassy. You can at us. I will see it because that's I have notifications on my phone for that account, unlike my other Twitter because it gets too busy. Um, you can, if you are someone we know, like most of you probably still are, um, just message us on Facebook or whatever, chat with us. Um, yeah, that is all of the stuff. Again, please tell us what you're thinking. Tell us we're wrong. Tell us that we're wrong. We're ha happy to hear that. That's the only way you fucking learn. Yep. One would think I would know by now, but you never know. No, it's I, I'm I'm completely earnest about that. Like I have have made a lot of personal development by having people tell me I'm wrong and just being open to it. So this is an invitation. Oh, I remember so. when we started dating. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, so warm. Now, which is also going to get ranty, we're going to talk about... Wait, I'm sorry. Ranting on this podcast? What?